Um, so it looks like Sam's gonna join us in a little bit. So I guess okay, we'll get yeah. going. What happened to us? With Nate and not Nate, aka Hugh, and we'll be having Sam Sim Morgan joining us in a little bit as uh, she gets off a work call. Looks like. Well, now is our time to talk shit about her, and there's no stuff. We've never had a better time. No, so. no, no. I think this is the moment. I'm gonna well, be honest. I've known her for 20 years. I don't care for her much. No. 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 I think she's fantastic, but you know that's just me. Well, you're just sucking up to the. Absolutely. Because you want her back. <laughs> I see. I see right through that. Oh, you know, I, you, the two of us can handle this just fine on our own. This, this is true. Um, so drop zone? Uh, oh, I thought we were going ver- uh, terminal velocity this week. Oh, was that this week? Or was it? Uh, was like two months ago. Was that that long? Oh, God, time, time. Time. Time does not exist in this in this no, place. No, one. I I don't know one day from another. No. I do have an update on last week's, though. Um, oh, please. Uh, I have not. No, okay. Not so much an update as a not an update. Okay. Uh, I have not tracked down the owner of the van. Oh, okay. The van is still there, and I have actually seen the van out and about. I saw it at a supermarket several miles away a oh, few days ago. So it does drive. Unless there's a second black van with curtains and yellow flames, which, if that's the case... Watch out! Wow, that's... I need to meet both of these people. Now, what? What's the movie with Kurt Russell, Robin Williams, uh, where he paint, paints the the side of vans? Uh, the high school movie, like the high school oh, football movie. Oh, the best of times. Yes, yes. The best of yes, a quality. Yeah. What? Um, now nah, it's. I want to say, look, it was probably the only sports movie Robin Williams has made. If you, you can barely call it a sports. Wait, was he another? No, that's not true. That was a sports movie. That's a sports movie. Yeah, it's a sports. I mean, it was a nostalgia fu- movie, but I mean, there's sports in it, and the whole point is that Robin Williams is supposed to be a terrible athlete. But I'm trying to think now if there was any other movie he made where he was actually supposed to be an athlete of any kind. Jumanji. Is that that's what? a stretch? That's a stretch. I'm yeah, I mean he he. I mean he couldn't even play catch with his son and hook. Like I mean he's he's not an athletic man. No. Um, but yeah, Wait, that was, um, he did like his good. bike riding in real life. What? He liked bike riding. Oh no, that's actually, that's a good point. I, I don't want to sell him short by saying he's not athletic. He was a, he was a very avid bike rider. And he could throw a, a mean lemon or lime. This is <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Um, I'm now going yeah. through his IMDb to see if there was any sports related movies. So. I, I had forgotten about Best of Times. It's a classic. It For is. anyone who's not seen it, it's uh, highly recommendable. They, uh, it's basically like two, two, Kurt Russell is the, what, the, uh, I mean, they're two guys in their 40s who, who didn't they, what they lost, like the epic football game. Because Robin, wasn't it Robin Williams' fault that they lost? Like, yeah, the he was the football. wide receiver. Like Kurt, Kurt Russell was the, the high school Joe Namath-esque quarterback. Yeah, quarterback. And Robin Williams was the, yeah, it was the receiver who dropped the big pass in the big game, and their kind of lives. De- well, I guess they were still. Yeah, so it's it's basically them. I don't even remember the plot against to replay the, the big game. high school game in yeah. the forties, and um, yeah, I think they were probably in their thirties in this the, in this movie. They just looked like was it? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it just seemed like they were old. But back when that when you know, looking back, I'm sure they were younger than we we are now, or were supposed to be at least. I don't know if they actually were. You probably yes. I mean, it's always funny when you think about that. It's a, it's the Wilford Wilford Brimley line coming back to us. 
Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I saw, um, we've mentioned the Wolf of Bremen line many times on the pod, but uh, I saw today they tweeted, we had, there's a new um, uh, honoree, um, what I would, what would yeah, call it, a new member, yeah. new, new member, member. Yes. today, uh, Erica Aleniak. Do you remember her? Why uh, she was of uh, she was in Under Siege. Oh wow! She was okay. the woman who jumped out of the cake in Under Siege, and she was on Baywatch. Well, Baywatch, yeah, and Playboy. But, uh, it seems, yeah. yeah, and Playboy, yeah, and in a um, oh, she was in another movie with Tom Berenger, whose name escapes me, but um, yes, so she evidently hit the Wilford Brimley line today, and they showed a, a current picture of her. She looks still looks fantastic. Er- what was it, Erica? Aleniak. Okay. E-L-E-N-I-A-K. Yeah, Under Siege. Yeah. Wait, no, there was... Oh, don't tell me. There was a movie with Tom Berenger. Okay, it'll drive me crazy, but I know it's... um started with a C. Okay. Can we give, uh, keep going while I'm... Like, I know this just, is going to be bothering you, because... Oh, yeah. It, it's, it had to do with the military. Um, so it had to have been in the 90s. Yeah, it was It was post-Under Siege. Again, wow, we, we five minutes in and we've already sunk into um, hey. a person that nobody's ever heard of. Maybe they might recognize Chasers. Bit. Chasers, yes. And that also starred William McNamara, who is a guy who had a few starring roles in the 90s, and I don't really know why he didn't become a bigger star. Uh, problems, probably... You know, you got to think. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, he's yeah, been on 127 things, so he's been working. All right. There you go. So. Well, what, yeah. That's, so, that, yeah. So, that started with the van. So, yeah, I have, not, I have not tracked down the van yet. And on another update, I have not seen those girls on the golf cart in like a week. Oh, no. So, I don't know if somebody got out ahead of it and, and, and put a kibosh on it, if the parents could put a kibosh on it. Yeah, I even went. I even went so far to go that um, what's the the neighborhood watch app that we talked about several pods ago. Oh, um, I I don't know anymore. Like I I just know uh, everyone watches them. It's yeah, God, it was the one I couldn't remember the entire time we were talking about it. I even went on there to see because it's about around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for people to narc on other people in the neighborhood. I actually went on and just go, like tried to do a search of girls on golf cart to see if anybody had been complaining about it. I'm that guy. I'm old. You got in there. Well done, sir. Except I didn't. I didn't actually complain about it. I just wanted to see if somebody else was complaining. Oh about no, it. no, you just needed it. Yeah. So you know. Does that make uh, you old? But yeah. Then? So. It, does that what? Does that make you old? It, if you're searching for someone well, yeah, else I was complaining cur- well, about I, that. Well, I wasn't. Well, you know, I like mm-hmm. last week you wanted oh. me to track these girls down at their house. Well, no, I didn't say Hi, Sam. that. Well, yeah. you, you insinuated that maybe I should do that, and I decided not to. I Sam, I was just giving an update on the girls in the golf cart. I have not seen them in a week. Oh, maybe they heard this podcast. That could be. That could be. And I also have not tracked down the man in the van. Um, hopefully those two things are not related. Hopefully. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and with, with everything that's going on, a van, young girls, this is – fodder for well the big Twitter. again and a horrible segue because the horribly it's a topic that's not funny but i just literally saw did you see about ron jeremy i did just see about ron jeremy yeah not shocked uh i kind of am i mean he's sam i don't know if you saw it. ron jeremy was arrested for uh four three counts of rape with four different of four different women in the last six years so these, this, these are not old accusations that one kind of i mean i don't creepy okay again he just comes across as a creepy old man but he never seemed predatory 
Like he was, you know, he he was doing it legally. He was a porn star for thirty years. Well, maybe he hasn't gotten many gigs, and he's used to a certain amount of, you know, these are all stimulation. Uh-huh. True. I mean, it's, I again, not I don't to know the man. say that. That's, and, and the, you the know, fact, the fact that my first um, adjective to describe him was creepy. I guess I I should walk back that it was surprising. But uh, yeah, that, I just saw that. Well, you know, that's, I'm not uh, surprised. It desensitizes things. It me- me- mentally, it makes people. I, I imagine I don't know I don't know anything about porn stars so but I, I can't it say that I do either. Think there's a level of consent and stuff that they don't really have on set, obviously, and that's their job. So I could it's not that he's confusing. I'm sure he knows the difference, but you know his celebrity status on top of everything else, like that's a good point. That's I didn't yeah I didn't that is true. That I mean I don't want to mean to generalize porn stars, but yeah, that's absolutely true. They might have a. Uh, a somewhat cloudy idea of consent because of what they do for a living. I don't know. I don't, you know, I hate, I hate to make that generalization, but I could totally see that. Wouldn't be the first time it happened to a porn star. I do know. There's a, there's a guy named James Dean and he, he oh, yeah, was, yeah. he was charged. Who doesn't know James Dean? The Lohan. Yeah. So he, he yeah, also okay. was charged of that. Like, and that was while on, you know, no is no. Still means it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then that's we... true. That's a good point. The um, I'm I'm curious, and again, I don't like. To, I didn't mean to totally bring it down. Yeah. I just no, no, I just no. Literally is... saw that. But with three of the four cases of the, against Ron Jeremy of three he, three of them where he was accused of raping three different women, and it just said at a WeHo bar, the same bar, all, and it was over several years at the same bar. So it's probably I'm the just, rainbow. Just given that that's our neighbor. Given that that's our neighborhood, I'm very curious. Rainbow, I uh, just because. Yeah, I mean, I. I he always hangs I out there. I w- if he's a regular, then that's very possible. Because all three, all three women, all three accusations were over three years, and they just said they made like TMZ just said it was at the same bar. So that if, if that's his bar, then I guess you're right. I don't. I don't know that for certain, but I've seen him there multiple times when I used to drink. Oh, interesting. He's back. Yeah. Well, you used to go there with me every so often. And they're like a handful of times. Yeah, it was good. That, that place, that place has some stories. It does indeed. Was was that the bar that? Let let me still doesn't out. excuse it. I'm just saying. Oh no no oh, no, 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 no 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 no! We're not trying to excuse it. I'm just like I don't want to throw like just an accusation at a bar that might or might not be when they just say a West Hollywood bar. So I'm just saying I saw him the most often there. So. And I'm just making an assumption. I could be completely wrong. It could be another. I mean, do people well, still recognize him? I mean, yes. is he still oh, kind of famous? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. is that yeah. like I mean, thing? He somehow looks like an even more. Uh, well, you know, if he's a. I don't care about insulting him, but he looks like a more grotesque version of himself. Yeah. Like, if, you re- if, if, it, if you've heard of Ron Jeremy, you would absolutely recognize him. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around. He was in mainstream stuff, Boondog, Boondog Saints. Yeah, and, and I can't. I can't say that I've ever actually seen any of his work, but I know. I mean, I've ever, I've heard of him. One of the more unfortunate nicknames of all time. He's the Hedgehog. Is it somebody, calls you, somebody calls you that. That's not. Uh, that's not a compliment. I don't think so. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, and sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to, to drag us into this, but I. I yeah. And his um, his bail is set at six point six million dollars. So they are not fucking around. Wow. I don't know what he made in his career, but I imagine he doesn't have that sitting around that he's able to post bail on it. I don't know. Well, you have to come up with ten percent of that. That's true. And then the bail. And, and you can use you can use like um, you know um, 
other assets as collateral, like your home and things like that. So I, I can't speak for. I imagine he's done well for himself. He's like one, probably one of the most famous porn stars ever. Awesome. I don't know, but you, I don't know what the retirement fund is for that. Okay, oddly creepy conversation we've fallen ourselves into. So. Well, do you think? Do you think they have like a, a pension, and is there like a I, union? Like, there what is, is definitely not a union. <laughs> there is definitely not a pension plan. I wouldn't be surprised okay. if they. Well, Just wondering. I mean, I mean, they're probably in SAG. Are they not? No, I really? don't think. Is that, uh, no, is that not... it is not recognized. It's non-union work. It's amazing uh, sure. that you guys all know this information. Well, oh, mainly Hugh. Mainly yeah, Hugh. Yeah, Sam. I was the one asking. I have. <laughs> Why? I don't. I don't know. Sam. Tell us more what you know about the comings the, and goings of, of the adult industry. Of the adult industry, Hugh. You know, it's a thing. The porn industry. Absolutely. Well, it determines uh, what technology we use. So. That is very true. I have a friend who was an extra in a porn once. Does that count? I I should ask her if she got any, uh, if she has to pay any union dues for that. Did she get at least extra fee? Like being an extra? No, she got paid in, um, uh, she was in a a film that I'm sure you've seen, Hugh. It was called Frat House Fuckfest 4. I I um, have not, but thank and, you for thinking. Uh, the if, I mean the, the the movie kind of ex- the title explained itself. Like basically, the plot of the movie was it was supposed to be a frat party that just broke out into debaucherous scenes that were the the the, the porn scenes were supposed to be taking place at this frat party. Right. And they basically put out a call. They just wanted extras to make it look like it was a party. So basically, what they did is they brought in all these people to fill out a house somewhere in the valley, and um. Basically, they just all these extras got paid in beer. They were basically like, "Here, we're gonna give you beer." So they were essentially at a party. They were like, "We're gonna give you beer. We're filming this. Don't be surprised if if sex scenes break out in the middle of it." And she was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." And Sam, I don't know if you and I don't care if she's. I'm not putting her business out there. It's Yvette, my my old friend Yvette from from E, who I I think you you met too. I she's very it, proud yes. of being in it. In fact. She brought me the DVD. She had it on DVD. She brought it over to one of her house parties. She's on the cover. Good for her. The cover's this huge crowd in, fr- in front of a frat house, and she's on the cover. So she's very proud of it. Isn't she a lesbian? She is a lesbian. Not that that matters. But no, no, no. I find exactly. it hilarious. Yeah. I yeah, so I don't, yeah, so, you know. Knowing her, I don't, even, I, sense, I, yeah. I don't recall how she answered that casting call for extras, but yeah. It's not every day you can say you're an extra in a porn, especially one. Now, I don't know if you have to have seen Frat House Fuckfest 1 through 3 for the fourth one to make sense. I, do, I can't speak for that. I don't know. I, it's not... Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a plot continui, con- continuity issue or something. You I, know. I, I have a feeling, you know, you might be able to figure out what's going on. Like, it'd be, you know, it'd be hard to jump in on Back to the Future 3 if you haven't seen the first two. I can't speak for the frat house fuck. I don't know. Doesn't Black to the Future 3 just kind of explain what happened to in 2 and in 1? Do they? Kinda. Yeah. Seems like yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't recall. I have not seen. We'll have to find Oh, has Kira seen any of these movies yet? So, when she's ready to watch she, them. She barely watches any films. Okay, but what yeah, I'm saying I don't know is if that would hold her attention quite yet. This yeah, this is a test a few years down the road kind of thing. She she has to start off with Back to the Future Part 3 and we have to figure out if she figures it out. Oh, you're going to you're going to te- use Kira as a guinea pig and force her to watch a trilogy in the wrong order? That seems kind of mean. I don't know if you guys know this, but the third one is one of my favorites. I know oh, it's I, controversial. Uh, yes. It's like the third the third Indiana Jones is my favorite. That's well, the third, third Indiana Jones was the best. There's one. no controversy there whatsoever. I don't, That's a, I don't have any problem, Sam. I think Back to the Future Three is 
it's it's it doesn't get the love that the actually I don't I feel like people think it's widely considered to be the second best one. I, don't, I feel like a lot of people don't like the second one that I, much. I like the first part of the second one, the future. And, yeah, and then when they go back, I like it's the the resorting out. I love the third act. The third act of two when it's basically them in the duel back in 1950s where you can see like the act, parts of the first one in the background. I think right. that's clever. No, agreed. And, but I just like as a movie, the third one's a better movie than the second one. Oh yeah, because it, it. I mean, I love westerns, and it, it was like, oh, you're gonna take one of my favorite already movies and make it a western. I'm in. The whole Clint Eastwood thing. Yeah. And the then Z, is a great ZZ Top cameo. Oh yeah. But again, I've we've discussed this before, and I've many many times, and I got into an argument with Steve um, on Twitter about it, I believe. But you know, the whole fact that the third one never needed to happen. But again, then again, the time time travel movies, it's it's kind of a, a moot point to argue the logic of time travel movies. I did not. But know again, that. I'll restate it. I'll restate my point from before. There were two DeLoreans in eighteen eighty five. One of them was out of gas. The other one was not. It would have been an easy problem to fix. So that yeah, that's that's my point. We didn't need two hours. We didn't need them trying to figure out how to get a, the DeLorean up to 88 miles per hour with no gas because there was another DeLorean there with gas. Oh, the I don't that... remember the specifics. What if they don't know how to siphon it? They don't have well, the do, technology well, to doc, siphon it well, back in the did. West. Doc definitely well, doc, had. How do you know that? A, all you need to siphon he invented gas, a time machine. Is, a tu- is a tube. Like you can, you can siphon it with like your mouth. I think you can figure out how to siphon out gas. He created an ice machine. In, in Western it, times. That, yeah, that is true. It was a very big to-do for that, like, two two cubes of ice, but it was very impressive. In fact, wait, forget – he he took parts from 1885 and built a flying train that came back to 1985 at the end. I don't – look, now that I think about it, how did they spend two hours trying to figure out gas in a DeLorean when he built a fucking flying train? Okay, this movie this this movie has all kinds of problems. Don't I have to rewatch it. I have to rewatch it. I don't think the gas issue was that big of a deal. There was a whole bunch of other things that he had to do while in the West to make sure that things happened. Well, the plot of the movie was, I mean, the, the whole thing was them trying to figure out some way to get the, the car up to 88, which they figured out eventually with the train. Although they never truly explained what those things that they put in the steam engine, the train were that made it go faster. All they explained was all they showed was that it blew out colored smoke. I don't know whatever those things were. I think they did Either explain way. it. We just don't remember what it did was. They? they were explained. Okay, yeah. maybe. So I think there were just like intense coal. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't. I, how come Thomas F. Wilson never really did much more? I mean, the man was. The man played like eight different um, Tannen characters over the trilogy. He's a fantastic actor, and I don't recall him doing a whole lot else. I'm sure he. I remember him in a few like few bit parts of like. In other things. In fact, I would even I would even go so far. I don't even know which of the Tannen characters he played was the best, but he was good at all of them. He is in DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, okay, cool. He's still, still doing stuff. That's, that's going that's, on right now. So that's that's good. Uh, the epic tales of Captain Underpants. He plays Major Messy. And that's a, that's a okay. Well, good. He's still so, he's still he's going. I mean, he's good. I'm glad. Short-lived Spe- mayor. The training day TV show. These are all very short-lived things. So, 
Sam, before you got on, we were discussing the career of Erica Aleniak. So this is actually a step above what we were doing before. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. He was on. She was one of the Baywatch um, originals. One of the Baywatch. Yeah, very first season of Baywatch, and she was in the movie Under Siege with Steven Seagal. And the only reason I brought her up is because uh, I saw today that she hit the Wilford Brimley cocoon line because they tweeted it out. So we we re- seriously discussed that for several minutes before you jumped on. So I'm glad glad you jumped on. Although our our the content hasn't improved much because now we're discussing the career of Thomas F. Wilson. It's a fantastic uh, segue into what we are all about in this show. So, yeah. Speaking of DC, I saw the uh, the big Batman news yesterday, which um, I did not read the first thing i saw by i went on twitter and saw the trending topics and ben affleck was trending and i had no frame of reference of why he'd be trending and i was like uh oh this can't be good yeah that's what and then i fortunately thought, it was not any sort of accusations or anything any wrongdoing on his part he was just trending be- although he was trending because of the whole batman thing which i didn't make much sense that he was trending and michael keaton was not trending that that part never didn't really click with me but I'm glad Michael Keaton is back as Batman. I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I met him once. He was a very pleasant. Which one? Michael Keaton. I've heard amazing things about him. Ben Affleck, not so much. Ben Affleck flicked a cigarette butt at me at the uh, the Golden Globes. Dick. You, you deserved it. I did not deserve it. Kind of. There was no reason for him to flick a cigarette at me. I was did nothing wrong. I was working. Were you standing towards the street? No, I was standing on the red carpet as they were tearing the red carpet up. I was overseeing them. The, the strike of the red carpet because the the Golden Globes was going on at the uh, you know for anybody not familiar the Golden Globes take place at a hotel and everything is on site so the Golden Globes were going on a hundred feet away and he was standing out there in his tux uh, on the red carpet as we were taking it apart smoking and he flicked his cigarette at me again huh. Dick I don't think I was going to tell him how- I was the only one standing there I, he could have flicked it in any of a number of other directions. Well, what if his aim was bad? I don't think he did it intentionally. Or maybe he did. Screw you. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, was he up for an award that night and he lost? I I, I wish I could remember what year that was. It would have been somewhere in the 2007 to 2009 range. That that would be in the the Razzie range of his acting career. Yeah. Unless he had directed um, Uh, Gone Baby Gone. I was going to make a joke about him having actually amazing aim, but, I, but then I couldn't remember the blind superhero he played. I've already Daredevil. What, Daredevil. Daredevil had amazing aim, and he was blind. So I think Ben Affleck knows where he's flicking a cigarette. He's blind? I've never seen the movie, obviously. The, the TV What's show's the not show? bad. The movie, yeah. the movie is not good. No. It does. Um, is that where he and, and, and What's-Her-Name met? Possibly. Uh, Jennifer Garner? I didn't, it didn't even occur to me. I guess must have. Could've. I don't think they were already together at that uh, time. What's her name being Jennifer Garner, obviously. Electra. Um, yeah, Sam, you do not need to see Daredevil. It is quite terrible. The only redeeming quality or redeeming thing about it is that uh, Colin Farrell plays one of the villainous bad the, Like He's not the main bad guy, but he's a bad guy, and he's awesome in it. Like most Colin Farrell things, he just looks like he's having a blast. I enjoy Colin Farrell That's, a lot. He's really good looking on the eyes, but like there's a couple of films that are fantastic. He's very underrated in my opinion. 
He is. He is. He he got a, it was, his career got a bum deal since he started off as like a heartthrob making stupid movies. People didn't realize that he actually is a very good actor, and 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 it was like he didn't start making really great movies until people were like, oh, nobody cares about him. Ah, uh, they met on the set of Pearl Harbor, by the way. Ah, I forgot she was in Pearl Harbor. She was like one of the the nurses, tertiary nurses. Yeah, yeah. like she and Jamie King were like the background nurses. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And what, how how many years was that before? That was two thousand. So, and then yeah. Daredevil was two thousand two. Oh, okay. So, so, and then we got Electra from that, which was great. Fantastic movie. Says no one. Yeah, yeah, that was one of uh, Marvel's. Uh, Whoops. One of Marvel's stumbling. Well, it's I. Are those considered? I no. mean, they're not part are of the not MCU. Part of the Marvel. No, yeah, the um, yeah, Marvel's been because that that's the thing with the with the, the this DC stuff with with Michael Keaton is that you know Michael Keaton, for anybody who's not heard the news is 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 playing Batman again, but he's playing an old Batman who's like going to be like the mentor, the like a teacher. He's not like the, a Batman who's still fighting crime really, because he's old. And the uh, what is it, the Flash movie i think it's called flashpoint but it's the movie about the flash i believe mm, um the animated but, movie right no 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 it's the new it's 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 live action it's the he's oh. playing bat yeah that th- that's what see the thing is 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 this is where dc this is where dc fucked up completely is that marvel made it a totally i mean outside of like dare like outside of electra and things like that made a a universe that it's all the movies are contained in the same universe like they they reference each other they show up in each other's movies DC did something completely different where DC they even DC even acknowledges that they call it the DC multiverse because all of them exist but they don't exist together like the 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 there are three different batmans at once like basically Ben Affleck is still batman but he's only batman in the Snyder is the Zack Snyder universe of DC and Ben Affleck said he'll only play batman in that universe and then now Robert Pattinson is in a completely different universe and then Michael Keaton is in a separate universe and they're all playing batman at the same time it's it'd be a mess it'd be, imagine if marvel did something that convoluted and had there were like three different iron men and three di- i mean granted yes they did have their Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the, the, the new um, Doctor Strange movie is called Doctor Strange in, in the Multiverse or something like that. Right. So they are they, – but still, you, know, you get what I'm saying. I, I do, but at least with uh, Marvel, they've already built that into the comic books. Like, it's already there. Like, that existed. And they, they built it into the movie, too. They, technically, the end of, at Endgame, they basically acknowledged that there's a multiverse because Thanos kept going back through time. Yeah, and then so Gamora. Like that's, that's how they brought Gamora back. And so they acknowledge that. But DC is not acknowledging it within the movies that there's a multiverse. They're just basically saying the Christopher Nolan Batmans are here. The Zack Snyder Batmans over here. We're just going to ignore them all. It's, uh, it's a mess. Yeah. Well, they've, they've done that to themselves. Yeah, it's true. So. That is true. Yeah. Fun stuff. That was a deep dive into nerdy nerdiness, Nate, that you usually don't okay, go into. Okay, lighten it. Would you? No, 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 no. I'm just like, I mean, I'm shocked. Do, do you, you want to go back to rape allegations? Because I'm, I'm much happier talking about the... The darkness? The, multi, the, the multiple Batmans. Well, yes. yes, yes. The multiple Batmans does, does trump that, shall we say. Yeah. Yeah. So Father's Day, do you guys have a nice Father's Day? 
Sam? I'm not. You, I'm not, I'm you not. guys all have dads. Like, it's not just me. I'm kidding. Yeah, it was fine. Um, we had a little hiccup with our um, food order because I was trying crispy rice for the first time. I don't know if you guys have heard about this service, but Nate's been in St. Louis, so he probably hasn't. It's um, it's a to-go only or delivery only service that SBE put out. Um, and SBE owns like Katsuya and a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other restaurants. Yeah. So, I mean, most of the food is uh, Katsuya based. So they have like crispy rice on spicy tuna and they have like the baked crab hand rolls with soy paper that I love. So we were ordering it and it's like through like so many different services, right? So I just tried to find whichever one didn't have a delivery fee basically. And it was Grubhub. And there was one at a location at the Grove. So I ordered it. It's <clears throat> like a year and an hour. I'm like, great, cool. So I'm waiting. And then I just get a notification that somebody is on their way to pick it up. Cool. And then all of a sudden they're like, your order's been canceled. And I'm like, that's awesome. And I know that this happened on Mother's Day because a lot of my friends complained. Um, We had, you know, we went to Din Tai Fung for Mother's Day, but we went and picked it up. Um, And that was still a delay based on like the time that they gave us. It was like a good 30 minutes after um, when the food was ready, but at least the food was fresh, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. But I know that there's issues with big holidays and whatnot. The problem is, is that they emailed me and said, we tried to call you several times and there was no answer. And I looked at my phone. I'm like, that's BS. Cause I don't really care that you canceled my order. Don't lie to me about yeah. it. <laughs> like it sucks. And so I was scrambling around because it was already seven 30 by that time. Um, because I ordered it an hour before that. And so I was looking for sushi and I went and found, and I went to Matsuhitsa because I'm like, whatever, it's expensive, but it's delicious. And then it was like an extra like $95 service fees. Ooh. And I'm like, no, thanks. And then I went to Izakaya and by that time it was like, and, and so I placed my order, like I was trying to figure out my cart, looked around and I like added things and decreased things and whatever and tried to figure it out. And then when I went to place my order, they're like no longer accepting orders because they close soon. I'm like, that's great. And then, uh, yeah, I got really frustrated. And at that point, you know, I just ordered from a random sushi place nearby that was open. <laughs> the food was okay, but it wasn't, you know. And I couldn't order from Sugarfish because I was really frustrated because I think they're only on Postmates. I put in my order, got to the end, and they're like, sorry, we don't deliver to your address. I'm like, this could have been told to me right when I put in my, like, literally they have my address on file. They have everything uh. on file. I chose the closest one to me, which was the La Brea location. There's a Marina Del Rey one. You know, there's a whole bunch of sugar fishes around. So I chose the closest one. So I went and tried to do Marina Del Rey and they're like, same thing. I had to reload my cart and they're like, oh, we don't deliver to you. So I, I don't, I, for me, I don't really care, but I do obviously because it's Sunday and it's, it's sushi, you know? So I wanted at least like a good reputable place, but it is what it is. And um, Father's Day was kind of annoying in that sense, just ordering food in general. And as Nate knows, like I live in a neighborhood where he used to live, where there weren't that many delivery places nope. that would are willing to deliver to my neighborhood. Um, it's a lot better now because of Postmates and all these other places, but there's still a ton of places that won't deliver to my house. I don't understand why. Like I'm already paying the service fees and delivery fees and stuff. I just don't get it. It's really frustrating. I'm sorry I'm venting, but it was a really horrible ordeal. And I just, by the time we got our food, it was like 9.30. Oof. Yeah. Well, so, I'm, I'm happy I brought it up. I, I, I feel yes. like this was... Um, <laughs> um, it was a neat event. 
how was Hugh? How was yours? You get to see any of your kids? Uh, you know, those, um, those protective orders still up? Or? They're still out. They're all, you know, okay. like, you know, okay. did a little to the sky kind of thing for them. Um, oh. Well, yeah, I, I, this is why I wasn't going to respond to anything. So I was just like, okay. knew this was right. going to come. Well, knew this was I'm coming. Sorry. You know, I'm sorry I brought it up. I've, I'm, no. I'm on a I'm on a roll with topics. Right you are, you're on. Fire. Well, you don't you don't know about any of your kids, right, Nate? Like, in theory, um, I get cards on my birthday. No return address. Can they write? Can well, they write? How um, old are they? The 15 year old can. The um they don't. There's never a return address on the envelopes though, so I don't know where to 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 write him. But you know, what can you do? What's his name? Um. Ethan. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think that's great. I'm not really, not really sure. No, uh, Father's Day was a phone call to the old man. Was he named after Ethan Hawke? Uh, Ethan Frome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, I, I, did you actually read that book in high school? Because everyone no. had to read it. Yeah, I figured you didn't. It's no. like your, um, was it Wuthering Heights? <laughs> I have both around. books. I mean, I was an English minor. I have all the books if you want to read any of them. Yeah, that's okay. No, I feel like I already got enough out of Wuthering Heights. I got enough, as much as I needed to. Um, to you know, no, yeah. There I got, are plenty of books I but, Ethan, I'm, that, that was just the first Ethan that came to mind. But you always, I always wonder if the Heathcliff the cat was I, named after Heathcliff from Wuthering Heights. Go figure. Probably. Probably. I would imagine. I mean, think about that. Back in those days, that's all those people would do is read. So <laughs> lame. They had nothing else. Read. They had radio. What are they going? You know. Are people reading more under quarantine now? Has there been a study conducted so far? I know it's only been a couple months. I'm just kind of curious. I I mean, just um, I don't know. I haven't seen actual numbers, but based at least on the podcast I listened to, it seems like people are reading more. I don't know. I've I've picked up a bit of reading, but then again, I I haven't read for fun in a long time, so that was the whole purpose of this thing. Yeah, it's hard when you have children to do anything, so we don't really watch that much TV or read or do much. I actually barely have time to look at the news, so um, it's Be very different for different people. Yeah, you're you're, you're better not off missing not out on anything. Just sadness it's... internally. Yeah. I mean, this weekend we were we we haven't even broken into the. We started with Ron Jeremy. We can go into all the comedians. We can go all into the all the wrestlers, who have all just been like called out, which I'm fine yeah, with. Yeah, which is good. Better late than never. But yeah, it, it does seem like a. It's been a whole lot in the last week. There's been a whole lot of uh, canceled new ca- new cancellations, accusations. The uh, some of them, most of them. Not Are they terribly. warranted? Yes. Yeah, like um, the Crystalia one. Uh, Jeffrey no, Ross. Have you seen him on You? He plays that character on yeah, You. Yeah, and he <laughs> plays that character in real life. Like, if you just followed him on social media. Um, yeah, he's not like a... I, I mean, he's a, not a household name, but I feel like a lot of people uh, know him. He, he had... He, I mean, he was on two TV, television series. He was on... I mean... He, He's, he was on Whitney with Whitney Cummings. They're like best friends. Nah, um, and he was yeah. he was on um, uh, a series that I actually liked called Undateable. It right. was, um, you know, came out a few years ago that he was the main character, but he was the least likable person on the show. Like both as his character and as an actor, like everybody else was so much better on it. 
but um yeah he's evidently from but from he always seemed pretty creepy based on his tweets and such but now it turns out he really is so that's great the twitter like reacted the way i thought it was i mean they made funny out of it in a way it's like of all the people that you weren't shocked was this Kind of yeah, thing. he's. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't. If you were going, I don't know why you would make this list. It'd be a pretty, you know, dark thing to do. But if you're going to make a list of like actors that it would not surprise me if such and such accusations came out against them, he wouldn't make my list because I don't think about him. But he certainly wouldn't be on the end. The other end uh, is three people uh, of the people that if they were ever accused of anything, then I think the world would just collapse on itself. And those three people are Tom Hanks, Ron Howard, and Paul Rudd. Um, like I literally, those are three people. I don't think, even think anybody's ever said a bad thing about them. Ron Howard, maybe people have, have not liked his movies, but that's about it. He's the best as a narrator on Arrested Development. I know, I know he's done a lot of other stuff. That's really good. But yeah. it's so good. He's yeah, yeah, absolutely, and yeah, and, and Paul, God, Paul Rudd, never. No. The, uh, well, the, he never ages, and he's like the nicest person apparently. He's, um, he's, he's well, he, actually, I think I don't think that's true, Sam. He actually is aging backwards. <laughs> Have you, so we've talked about this offline, but the 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 videos that they recreate with Jimmy Fallon are like the best. Um, and they do it for no reason. I don't know. Have you seen that, Hugh? Um, they do oh, the... King of Wishful Thinking, which is one of my favorite songs, which is on the Pretty Woman soundtrack. I have seen um, that. And the yes. video is just really weird. The video is strange anyway. And I think that's why they chose it. And then there's um, the You Spin Me Right Round by Dead or Alive, which is amazing. And then there was another one, a stick song. I forgot which one it was. Um, but those are just pure entertainment. And I don't know. Like, they're just... Hey, let's just do this. Because, I mean, no offense, but Jimmy Fallon can't interview or shit. So, I mean, no, he does I, all these bits and all this other stuff to, like, distract people from, like, actual, like, questions that he has to ask people. Um, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the Although, my, I mean, uh, of all his work, my favorite thing that Paul Rudd does is, is, is every appearance on Conan when he brings that clip of Mac from Mac and me. Like the exact same clip of the kid falling, to, rolling yes, down that's the hill the best. I forgot on his about that. wheelchair and falling off the cliff. <laughs> he still does that to this day when he goes and on Conan. Movie, I don't even know when they he first started doing that on Conan. I don't know if people got it. Was it was a long time ago. If people knew what the reference it was, like, I mean, people still might not know because Mac and Me was just like, oh, oh, the Mac really, and Me really, really lame attempt to cut. Like it was, it was the most poor man's ET that you could possibly make. And uh, except the difference was that the, in this version, the Elliot character, the boy, is in a wheelchair. Um, but yeah, that I mean, that's a bit that will never get old. He could he can do that on Conan forever; it'll never get old. And for your heads up, the the stick song is "Too Much Time on My Hands." But yeah, I suggest people Gip- listening should uh, should check them out. Yeah, I I was not familiar until you told me me about them, and I watched them all, and they're very very good. It's literally just shot for shot. There's like actually no purpose, but it's amazing. Then it makes it funnier that it's just they, they don't do anything. They don't need to do anything. No. Oh. Um, Mel Gibson's back in the news. That's, oh, what, that's fun. What happened He's, with? Oh, they're just old stories coming. No. It, it, oh. Basically, it, it, it was what? Rehashing it, yeah, the old was, shit. That... Old, it's sort of. It was. Um, 
the the newest revelation was um, um, Winona Ryder. She basically, and she wasn't asked spe- specifically about Mel Gibson. She was doing an interview for some magazine, and they 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 asked her if she's dealt with a lot of anti-Semitism in Hollywood. I actually didn't realize she was Jewish. Like, and she even says she's like, I I don't I'm not religious, but I guess she said she has been dealt with anti-Semitism before, and specifically, not surprisingly, what was Mel Gibson at a at a party she was at 20 years ago where he actually asked her, oh, I did, or he, he actually said this to another person. He said this to an owner writer out loud. He said, oh, I didn't know you were an oven dodger, which, yeah. That's horrible. Wow. Well, evidently, yeah, evidently Winona was there with her, her friend or, or like she was there with a friend. It was some Hollywood house party and the friend was gay. And not only did Mel Gibson say that to her, Mel Gibson turned to the gay friend and, go, and said, wait, do I have AIDS now? Like, yeah, he's just a treat. Love, lovely person. Wow. Is he is he only like that when he's drunk, or is it? I'm not. That was to, his excuse. excuse. They like to excuse it, but like, if you're gonna say it when you're drunk, you know, like you obviously there's something in your head already about it. Yeah, it's. I mean, he was the the first one when when he what was it when he was pulled was it the the dui when yeah he, the he dui was like yeah. yelling at the police officers like blaming jews for all the wars of the world or something crazy yeah he did claim that that was because he was very drunk i don't winona Ryder didn't say anything about if he seemed if if this was an occasion where he was very drunk i don't know though none of these things should come as a surprise given that his, mel gibson's father is a very very well-known renowned holocaust denier so this is this is what he was raised with not that that makes it him any less to blame, but knowing who his father is is not does not make this surprising. But yeah, but I mean that that was that was cer- certainly something that stuck with Winona Ryder because when she was asked about it, that was the first story that came up. Is that the same article that uh, she was asked about uh, Dracula and Keanu Reeves and where that friendship started? I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 just made the it's a it was a recent art it was a recent interview I think because that that's why this Mel Gibson stuff's coming out now. I don't know. I didn't hear about anything else in it other uh, than this. Did you hear about the the Dracula one though, or did you read that one, or do you well, know? I, I, no, I don't think so. The only thing I remember about the Dracula was that a few years ago when they he and she and Keanu realized they might actually legally be married. No. Oh. Because the Francis Ford Coppola had them married on like in the movie, but it was an actual like ordained minister so they thought that they might actually be married right well it turns out coppola wanted her to cry in a scene where old men turned into rats and you know he started calling her a a whore and other things to get an emotional reaction out of her and then he tried to get the cast to do like the male like anthony hopkins and keanu and uh, gary oldman to do the same thing but uh, keanu and anthony refused to do it and it kind of had an opposite reaction to her like that you know that's a that's what that's that's the kind of shit that like kubrick used to do like kubrick basically made turn like shelly duvall had a is shelly duvall yeah she had a mental breakdown yeah on on the set of the shining because that's all that kubrick would do is was to get her to give a better performance he would terrorize her that's horrible when people do that That you know what i'll add those two names if if, if anthony hopkins and um keanu work you know they're on the, i'm including them with the paul rudd uh ron howard and tom hanks because those those two men seem like gems hmm. hear anything bad about them right. and i and i don't say nice things about welshmen very often you know that <laughs> i was waiting for that 
Yeah, he's I you know I we've we've discussed my top five Welshman list and he's I believe number two. Yeah, he's number two. Um, Reese Reese Ifans obviously. Ah, Reece, yes, one. yes, yes, yes. Michael Sheen is Michael Sheen. I he's honorable mention. Wow, he's honorable mention. He, yeah, I, he is a bit newer in the in the scene of the the Welsh. He's amazing. I'm sorry. Like, um, he was Wesley Snipes in Thirty Rock. <laughs> That is one of the the best just like throw it's not even a throwaway joke cuz he was such a recurring character but when you find out his name is cuz he's like the most boring man in the world um but yeah when you find out his name is is Wesley Snipes that's just a, such a dumb but amazing joke Yeah he's I have to watch yeah, this they, um he's have you seen Good Omens he's him and him and David Tennant are great in Good yeah. Omens Oh they've been doing some great stuff on the internet I don't know I just find him fun I, yeah, no, yeah, I love I him too. I do, I do too. But th- that's just why Sam. He's, he's honorable mention because I mean that's there are, you know, present company excluded, amazing Welshmen out there. I, I, like yeah. I'm, tr- well, I, yes. I'm trying. I mean, to, I we talked about. I'm trying to fill out the rest of my top five, but when I did make you the list for you, Hugh, <laughs> Michael Sheen was on the outside looking in. So I'm right. trying to. Reese Ifans is obviously number one. Yeah. Um, um, Tom Matthew Jones. Reese. No, Matthew Reese wouldn't have been a, certainly not ahead of Michael Sheen. So I'm trying to think who the other three were. Dude, uh, Matthew Reese landed Carrie Russell. He landed Felicity. Yeah, that's a that's a sore subject for me, Sam. That's why he's not on the yeah. list. No, yeah, seems... you had your shot, man. Christian Bale did did I? Um, was Christian Bale on the list? Oh, this I, is, I like have I... to I have to go through that that tech spree of like your, your Oh God, your that was for like, that was like three months ago though. Um, we haven't, yeah. I, know. I think I may have put Catherine Zeta Jones on it. Cause I felt like it was too much of a sausage fest. So I, I felt like I had to put a woman on there, even though she's not top five. Um, I mean, entrapment. That wasn't even her. I was one of the most disappointing reveals of all time was when she said that was a butt double. Nah, uh, Very re- disappointing. It's literally the only thing she's known for. Not really. But it's the thing she's most known for. Uh, uh, Zorro. Uh, Richard Burton? Nobody remembers Zorro. Um, come on, American Sweethearts. One of her best roles. And I'm, I, I, I'm, I kid. I like Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's great. What about she's... Jonathan Price? Um, no. Who, there had to have been three other... I, I'm trying to think of Welsh. Who am I missing? What, they're, they're... I'm looking. You don't know the the top Welsh actors of all time off the top of your head? Not off the top of my head, no. Really should. I I mean, I'm assuming Tom Jones was on your list. No. How do you know? Again, these are all ones that would fill out top ten. I'm 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 I I I'm looking for numbers three through five in my top five list. I because I I just cannot think of any of them. Isn't um the bad one of the bad really bad guys? You do what you don't watch Game of Thrones, huh? Yes, he was. I yes. <laughs> I watched the finale of Game of Thrones. Does that count? You're the worst. You will only watch finales. You ruin everything. Like you did that yep. to Breaking Bad. I don't understand and, how you can do that to yourself. And it occurred to me that I did that with Lost as well. I did the same. Only well, episode I ever Lost was awful. So whatever. Though I will say this, you know, I've been I've been listening to I I brought it up before the the Scrubs podcast with Donald Faison and Zach Braff, uh, which is amazing. If anybody's a fan of Scrubs, you should definitely listen to it. Um, but they were. This week's episode, in fact, they were making fun of it because Donald Faison does that too. He, just like me, only watches the last episode. And Zach Braff was beside himself. He's like, I can't believe the only episode of Breaking Bad you've ever seen was the finale. Who does that? And I'm listening to this on my headphones, yelling, me. 
I do that. Me and Donald Faison, we're the same. I'm like halfway through that podcast. It's really good. With like with the new episode or just in like other episodes? No, like the like they have a whole bunch. <laughs> so yeah, I'm this like was the through. this was the twenty like third episode. They had they've already had Scott Foley on and. Uh, Another oh, callback like to Felicity. He was great. Yeah. yeah. Well, Donald Faison was in Felicity, so I imagine they. Yeah, that's where him. they become. That's where they became friends. Yeah. I like the the just the random stories that they tell about like Brecken Meyer and like all these random people. And by the way, rewatched Can't Hardly Wait the other day. We cannot do a film like that now, but it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, there were some. I mean, I haven't seen it. It's in... just stereotypes. Uh, yeah. yeah. The uh, I I remember the getting the the foreign exchange student to say horrible things to girls. That was because he couldn't speak English. Uh, yeah, there were and just like the nerds and like you know the jocks. Like it's just all the the stereotypical stuff that you would like you know from eighties movies in particular. They kind of yeah. just carry that over, but it's a sweet movie. I just don't understand how a girl can fall in love with a guy based on a letter. But other than that, I mean, it was good. It was the nineties. There was no way of doing it over a text message or a That is true. Or that a Snapchat is true. There was, or a TikTok. There were, there were not really cell phones. That came out and I remember it because that came out because that movie's all about like graduating from high school. And that right. came out like within a month of us graduating from high school. Yeah, you guys got that. So it, it felt very topical not topical. Uh, it's but the best the best line is from Seth Green about UCLA girls. <laughs> Was it nine? Was it ninety two or ninety three percent? Ninety two percent. Ninety two percent of the was it girls at UCLA are sexually active or something? Ninety two percent, yo. Yeah, yeah, it's like class or sex. Which will I do or something like that? It's just hilarious because I just remember watching it. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's where I'm actually going to UCLA. <laughs> I actually had forgotten until Donald Faison mentioned that you know he he's mentioned a few times that he and Breck and Meyer are best friends, and I forgot that. John Faison was even in it because he's not, he doesn't, neither he nor Breckenmire have a big part. They're just in the band. The oh, that, band that never actually gets to play. Love Burger. Yes. Yeah, they, Love Burger's great. <laughs> Did anybody order a Love Burger? Well done. <laughs> then they never, they, then they finally, at the end, they finally start to play and then the police show up. Yeah. Like, no, that's, it's great. That's great. <laughs> wait, and weren't, wait, was um, another Sam movie that we love, you know, Josie and the Pussycats, mm-hmm. where the, the fake band, uh, Du Jour, that yeah. was Brecken. Wasn't that Brecken Meyer and Seth Green? Donald yeah, Faison all those guys. That, was Donald Faison in, in Du Jour? I don't remember. I will look that their, up right now. Their big, their big hit song was "Backdoor Lover." Yeah, wow. which is a real it is a real song that I actually had. Like it's on the soundtrack, and it's actually a really it's a joke song, but it's funny. Josie and the Pussycats is one of the all time underrated movies. I don't know why that doesn't get more love. It's fantastic. It's a satire, and it's amazing. It's a perfect and- satire. And it's the best thing Tara Reid's ever done. I agree. Wow, you're I mean, shortchanging American Pie. Eh. Nah, she's awful. She's um, quite possibly the best thing Rachel Lee Cook's been in. No offense to her <laughs> okay. career. She's. Dare you? She's a. Even I won't. Even I won't say it's better than she's all that. It might be better than she's all that. It's. I. It's way funnier. She's all that was like eh. There's eleven um, fourteen. She was in that. That's a good movie. What's that? Eleven fourteen. You're talking about Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. Uh, she was in another movie called I think it was called Sunshine State. Um. That was pretty good. 
but she she didn't uh she never really was able to get that magic of she's all that uh off the ground she was in an, a few episodes of psych okay I, okay I, i'm 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 only i'm i'm grasping at straws here at this point in time uh, story of your life you always yes thank you nate appreciate it yeah yeah but yeah that's another movie she's all that also kind of problematic probably i don't know if you can make it now i'm not sure probably could with some tweaks well she wasn't nancy drew need we forget richly cook was yes was she wow was yeah. that was that the one with uh, emma roberts it, it, it emma was roberts the one that's nancy yeah. drew i worked on that soundtrack that was a did you good really? times yeah that's when i first moved out to la like one of my first jobs was the nancy drew soundtrack i was like was there like licensing things mm-hmm. for it yeah. Where they're like for I, the I, soundtrack. I I'm I'm embarrassed to admit I did not see Nancy Drew. Uh, just, a but lot, they were like real. A lot of people didn't see Nancy Drew. That was a big yeah, flop. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that. The, yeah. The studio was not happy with that result. Mm-hmm. At the end. Can I quickly interject? Um, Donald Faison was in *But Josie and the Pussycats*, but he's uncredited as the DJ for *Du Jour*. So the oh, okay. I remember the the *Du Jour* was all white. If I remember correctly, yeah, it's all just like white boys, like the you know boy bands or whatever. But he is the DJ for them. I mean, just the their song was "Backdoor Lover," which is it's, just it's the best. The, the, the Josie and the Pussycats soundtrack was awesome. Like even the 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 Josie and the, the songs that Josie and the Pussycats as a band performed were awesome. It should get more love than Gem, but Gem got pulled in five seconds. So yeah, that one. What happened with that? It did not do well. It just. They're like, yeah, the, well, I don't no. even feel like the marketing was very good for it. Like it came when, by, by the time it was released, I was like, oh, they made that. Huh. The, the, as soon as they, like, you, I don't know, who, you realized that it was gone. Yeah, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up du jour. No, no, no. Talk you, amongst yourselves. Well, we, 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 we have. We'll close out with this du jour thing that you have because we're actually at that time. We're coming up to it. So, um, okay. No, nobody else was really big. It was just. It was. Though this picture I found of Dujour is amazing. I'll have to oh, yeah. send it. Yeah. Oh, because it has Alan Cumming in the shot. Because it wasn't Alan Cumming like the evil, like, PR he was the guy. evil, yeah. And, he was and a Parker spin Posey, doctor. And Parker Posey was the, yeah. That, oh, God. I got, that's a movie I got to rewatch. It's so good. We used to watch that all the time when we lived together. <laughs> yeah. It's such a perfect satire. And I, I, I it's one of those, it, 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 it Ran into the same problem that Starship Troopers did, which she talked about. That like people didn't get what it was, what they were trying to do. Like if you just thought Josie Pussycats was just like a straight up like teeny bopper comedy, then you didn't get it. But once you watch it, you're like this this movie's hysterical. Yeah, but you throw in like Parker Posey and Alan Cumming in it, so for me it was like, oh yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, because they're in it. Absolutely. But um, really quick, are you guys watching anything good? Um. um. I'm watching Jeopardy. That's pretty good. Oh, jeez. You know what? After, after all these years, it still holds up. You know, I'm, I'm not right now. I'm looking for something. Uh, I, I started watching just because it's like lighter viewing because um, Josh and I have been watching Secession. Um, it's pretty like dramatic. But um, I've been watching on Hulu. Uh, Padma Lakshmi has like a food show where she goes all over the U.S. and talks about different cultures and different types of food. And there's an episode about Los Angeles uh, about Persian food. And, you know, she goes to what we call Tarantulas. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but that's Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's familiar. what it's known for. Um, and uh, it profiles, like, one of my favorite Persian restaurants, actually, uh, Shamshiri Grill. 
Hmm. And it's fantastic. So it's pretty cool. I don't know. And she goes to like Milwaukee and talks about like the German influence there, you know, and she goes to a lot of different uh, cities and talks about like food and culture. So I, I found it very, very cool and fascinating. It's a nice little put in the background while you're eating or, or doing oh. dishes or whatever, you know, Always good. Type I, show. Don't, I don't, I don't care for Padma. I Why? Have, uh, she, she's on my list with Olivia Munn. It's a list of two of just people. Well, cause you that, worked with her, right? Yeah, and people that are just mean. I didn't realize Just she was mean. mean. That's too bad. Yeah, she. Oh, she's. Yeah, like on the. On, yeah, she was the host of. Uh, still on Top Chef, but when I was working on it, she was just the host. She wasn't a, sh- a judge, but she was mean. Mm-hmm. Is it because they were both models or something? Is it? Is that like a thing? They just must might not be nice people. Maybe. On the on the flip side, this is while she was still married to. Um, Salman Rushdie. No, Salman Rushdie, and he came to set. Couldn't have been a nicer. He was the, one of the nicest men ever. I hear he's and actually they, really nice. I mean, he's also they, like banned, right, from a lot of countries. Uh, I, I think this the, fat, the, the fatwa on his head, I believe, has been lifted. I oh. think he can. He's not in hiding anymore. I know that. Huh. Sorry, Hugh, I interrupted you. Oh no, no, I was actually going to say I did start watching uh, Breckenmeyer, uh, or Brockmeyer, Brockmeyer on Hulu. Oh yeah. Yeah, great I would show. watch a show about Breckenmeyer. Yeah, no, yeah. I've heard Brockmeyer is amazing. You yeah, would like, actually, Nate, you great. would like it. I think I feel like I would. Are they short? Are there they are 22, like 25 minutes episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could definitely. And there's four seasons, so. What's it about? It's I don't a, even know. It's Hank Azaria plays a um, like just a crass uh, announce baseball announcer like like, like a. That's like why he's, you he's, he's, he, like it. He's, he's like an alcoholic and he's <laughs> yeah. horrible and it, but it's it's Hank Azaria. He's great in everything. Yeah, it's it, like he's he was at the peak and kind of just collapsed. And his whole life just goes, and it's like him trying to cr- crawl. At least the first season, I've finished, and it's like him crawling. That's great. And he ends up in the town in Pennsylvania where you know crack fracking is going on. So nice. He's like, bring him back full circle. Hank Azaria was in America's Sweetheart as well, and he was fantastic in it. Oh, yes, <laughs> he was. As yes, the, he was. The affair. Uh, and Amanda Pete. Amanda Pete's in Brockmire. She she kind of. Oh, does. I have a love hate relationship with her. I like her really? sometimes. Yeah. You'll like her in this one. Yeah. She's good. But just to let you guys know, Sam, you can get back to work. I know I know we're a good distraction for you during the, the Tuesday afternoon of your, your day. Yeah, you know, it's just like one other thing I put on my calendar. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, wow. No, it is wow. nice. It's we're, nice. We're, we're demoted to calendar space on I, Well, this well, is my lunch hour, guys. To be fair, I don't we even appreciate put this it. on my calendar. Hugh texts me on Tuesday mornings. I'm like, right, yeah, let's do that. Well, it's kind of hard to keep track of what day it is, to be honest. You know? That is that is true. And we just, before you popped on, we were saying that all every day is the same. It doesn't matter. We are Groundhog's Day. <laughs>